It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plushcare. Plushcare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. So the problem is, is that Trump's indictment came down. When did it come down? Friday? Thursday night after we did our show. Okay. So so now it's been like... Everybody's old, talked it through. Yeah, it's old news. <laughs> I know. And that was obviously t- today with the Sunday shows. That was the big thing, prognosticating this and that. The, the media doing whatever it can to try to make no e- equivalence case for, between Trump and Hillary. And, or and, Joe Biden right, or Mike Pence having classified right. documents. Right, Trump's is especially bad, etc. I thought that initially when it happened, I thought that I, I sensed and felt, maybe I was too deep into the Twitterverse, that 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 Trump vote, some Trump voters had been shocked into uh, dropping support for him, a little concussed at least initially, and I thought so, and I had I had mentioned it to Michael Graham. Friday, maybe. Then you and I talked to him today, and he said no. He said he, he thought that no, Trump would lose no support. I think the like the big time Trump supporter, Trump supporters. That's correct. Like I, I think that people who are really all in for Trump, this is not going to phase them. Yeah, well, and he kind of is who he is, so you know what you get. Um, and I think uh, it's it's tough. I mean, like I don't love it. I don't love the um, the fact that he's on a recording saying that yeah, he didn't declassify but it. But I also would tell you this. Mm-hmm. Like almost every Trump recording, I think you and I, when we listen to it, it could be filled in with a whole lot of context and just the tone of what he's saying. Yeah. I mean, sure. I think he'll sound like Trump. The, the transcripts of the recordings sound like Trump. Yeah, they do. They do, but I'd, I'd like to hear the record. I'm sure we'll hear it any day now to get leaked. So, or, or, well, that's if it helps. If it, I mean, if it if it helps the prosecution. Um, if it doesn't help, then it won't get leaked. I would assume. If it if if it shows that it's just totally anodyne, then then why would they leak it? 
leak it. They just want it out there in case it's damning. But the same way that Trump said, you know, I, I watch stuff. the Paralympics. It's 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 tough for me to watch, you know, which he said, meaning he didn't have enough time to watch it. <laughs> right. But which CNN Jake Tapper reported as Trump can't watch because he's disgusted by uh, people disabled, with disabled people. Right. Of course. Um. So. So uh, we'll we'll see. Uh, we'll see. I mean, I as. Anybody who went to January to Washington D.C. for the Stop the Steal rally is still all in. There's no doubt. Oh yeah, that. and I think that I mean, I'm not dissuaded in the sense that like I would still vote for Trump if he's the nominee. I'm not going to like vote for Biden. Well, right. It, I'm it, not like oh, my God. And also, then they've released the pictures and they do, they do this stuff in a way that's supposed to get you to say, oh, oh my God, there it is under a chandelier, so symbolic, etc. So I didn't see the ones of next to Biden's Corvette. Right. Were there any released? I don't think so. If they did, if they were, I missed it. But I don't think there were any released because that everything's special for Trump. Only Trump, you get you get to see where these look. like. I don't know where how the records well, look yeah. at everybody else's house. Maybe they, maybe the, at everybody else's house they're in between eight, eighteen steel doors. But I kind of doubt it. Well, and this is what my friend said to me: "Is like, what did he do that's illegal that Biden didn't do?" And I get that point of view. Like, I mean, I agree with it. He didn't do anything illegal that Biden didn't do, and Pence didn't do, and probably a gajillion. What friend? Just in my the beginning with a B. Yeah. Okay. In my ladies' group chat. Right. And the and the difference being like he's on tape bragging about it pretty explicitly. And yeah, but like, he's on ta- so, tape saying um, yeah, you're, you're supposed to show. The, I mean, he's obviously. Yeah, he's I don't even know if he's bragging. He's having a lot of fun. Yeah, he's absolutely. But he's he's saying, showing the host. He, he's being the host. At Mar-a-Lago showing the guest. Come here, let me show you something. Trying to impress them. He's being a really good host. It just so happens well, right. to be secret and military documents he's doing it with. Well, right. And I, I think this is where it gets me is because it's not like it's not like I don't believe they're being unfair and trying to screw Trump because I definitely believe that. And I don't think he did like anything that harmful to the country that all these politicians don't do who have access to all this classified stuff and have it all around. Like he didn't do anything worse than the kid on the Air Force base or whatever who also, who bragged to his gamer friends in a Discord forum about having access to Ukraine intelligence or whatever. You know, like, he didn't do anything so terrible that I think it should be disqualifying from the presidential office. I just, I, you know, I, I just think that he opens himself up to this stuff sometimes in a way that's frustrating. Do you know what I mean? Because he said this stuff, this was recorded, because this is the other thing my friend said, is I'm like, when they have him on tape saying that he didn't declassify it and it's still classified, she was like, how did they record him? Is that, is like Florida a one-party consent state for secret recordings? I'm like, no, he knew he was being recorded. He's like, in an interview for a book that someone's writing he knows that these people are not friendly to him do you know what i'm saying like but that's been trump's downfall a lot of times as he blabs stuff to reporters that he knows are not friendly to him like haven't you noticed that as a pattern of his behavior is that he he likes to talk a lot and he'll talk enough to get himself in trouble not to mention the fact that like he appointed all these people he appointed chris ray he appointed mark melly he appointed like 
I my feeling still is like he had his shot to get rid of all these people and do something about how corrupt and terrible this system is, and he didn't do it. Do you know what I'm saying? No. He was president for four years. Yes. And all these people that are corrupt and that are persecuting him now and are the deep state and are terrible, like, he put half of them there. He did put a lot of them there. There's no so, doubt about that. So, like, I just, it's not that I don't have sympathy for the fact that they're unfairly persecuting him, but, like, he continues now, after his presidency, when he's seen how they go after him unfairly, he's continuing to talk to reporters that hate him and are trying to screw him. He's continuing to, you know, allow allow people to get away with stuff that they shouldn't be able to get away with. You know, he... Not to say that they wouldn't go after DeSantis for the same stuff, but, like, we need to put somebody in the presidency who's not going to appoint Chris Ray and Mark Milley. Of course. Of course. You know, or, or, the, or the country's gone. But, I mean... And, like... Uh- and you're going to tell me, like, oh, well, probably Trump gets it now. Well, like, a year ago, he was in an interview bragging about having classified documents to people who are, like, reporters and editors that he knows are not friendly to him. Like, why does he do it? It's so aggravating because, like we've talked about, when Trump's good, he's really good. He's so on. Like, the CNN town hall, he's so on point. He's great. But... He aggravates me for this reason. Yes. Like, it's just unforced errors. It Uh, feels like that to me, and that's why I got frustrated by it, and that's why I think it erodes support. Like, if you look at the numbers, there was a a much-touted CBS YouGov poll that that came out as well that shows him with, like, an enormous amount of support. It's like 60-something to support. He's, like, 30 points up over DeSantis or whatever. I forgot exactly what it is, but... You know, in terms of the, like, who am I considering voting for numbers, DeSantis is the only other person who's over 50%. So there's still people that, even though Trump is their first love, that are still considering going somewhere else. And those are the people that I think are, um, you know, that this, like, can erode some of those people. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. there's a whole bunch of people who are only Trump, always Trump never anybody else. But there's also a bunch of people that are like Trump, but they're waiting to see. Do you know what I'm saying? And those people, I think it, yeah, it's frustrating. It's frustrating. They go after Trump unfairly. It's not nice. It's not fair. Like it, it's mean that he gets in trouble for stuff that Hillary Clinton doesn't get in trouble for. But like, why does he keep, letting them do it then like and why should i believe he's gonna do something about it when he had four years and he didn't well i mean i don't know i don't know i mean it's a personal guff he's got because he wants to be the champion and uh, i don't know I, I, i he's not a policy guy i mean although the the country ran better and foreign policy ran better. Oh, yeah. A lot of stuff ran better. A lot of stuff ran great. And there's things that I like Trump better on. Like, I like him better on Ukraine than I like DeSantis on Ukraine, to be honest with you. Right. You know, there's places where he's really good. I just... It's this stuff, like the fighting the deep state stuff, the drain the swamp stuff, where, like, I just don't know if he's really going to do it. Because he had the 
ship's wheel for four years and he didn't do it, you know? Uh, he didn't do a lot of the stuff. I mean, I, I, I mean, but uh, I mean, did you think he was? Did you think that Mexico was going to cut us a check for the wall? No, although he could have built one. Or he should have built one. They would have impeached him. He for was one. doing stuff. I mean, yeah. on the southern border, and he basically he's and judges he moved and derail- the needle deregulation the, of tax cuts. Yeah, I mean, and he moved the needle on the rhetoric. Certainly, that you know the people laughed when he said build the wall initially, but now all the Republicans say they're going to build the wall. Yes, you know, so he pushed the conversation in a direction where it wasn't going to be. Well, more think, topic, more Repu- more Democrats are vocal too about needing some kind of border security and or a wall now because it's safe to say now that Trump's not in there, right? You, you, before you couldn't be aligned at all with anything that Trump was saying. That said, Biden you, Biden gave us Afghanistan and gave us Ukraine. Um, it, Trump oil energy independent, um, just better in the world stage. Yes, they hated us. Justin Trudeau thought he was a dickhead. Who cares? That's a good thing. You need Justin right. Trudeau to hate you. That's a good thing. Um, but um, but yeah, I, I, other than being flying off uh, the handle and uh, being in, impulsive and stepping on his own news, news cycle, Trump was definitely a better president. A much better president. No foreign wars. Um, prosperity. Although he handed the country over to, to middle management. To upper... to. Um, what's that you call them? The administrative state, right. unfortunately. I don't really blame him. I mean, it's it was all of our first pandemic. You could tell yeah. he didn't like it. We would have been out of it, I think, uh, you know, earlier, certainly. Yeah, I mean, I think that's probably true, but that's why I think, you know, we're better off with somebody who espouses the Trump point of view, but you know, gets how to use the powers of the state because the Democrats sure do get it. You know, they Democrats understand institutional power and how to wield it in a way that Republicans don't. And this is a conversation that I've had with multiple people now where we've talked about um, like RFK, right? And could RFK possibly win the Democrat nomination? And I've been consistently saying like, I... I think his campaign is interesting. I think it's garnering way more support than it's supposed to. I think that this could hurt potentially Trump. I think it could hurt Biden. I don't think the DNC is ever going to let him get the Democratic Party presidential nomination for the United States. In a million billion years ever. He's going to let Biden. No, RFK. Oh, well, I mean, in the same way they weren't going to let Bernie in 2016. Sure, yeah. But, and, you know... I've had people say to me, like, well, you know, the Republican establishment didn't want to let Trump be the nominee either, which is true, but Republicans don't understand how to wield power. They're, like, scared of it for some reason. They think that, like, small government, and they're like, well, let the people decide. You know, they're, Republicans don't have that kind of institutional control. The Democrats do, and they're willing to use it for their own purposes. You know, and... It's interesting. So, you know, Ted Ted Kaczynski was in the news today, obviously, Um, or this weekend. Mm -hmm. He died in prison. Apparently suicide, I guess they're saying. Yeah. And, 
you and I have talked about it, and you like kind of can't quite believe this because he was like so fringy at the time and you're sort of such a like mainstream Republican, I guess. But there definitely is um a vibe on the right. There's there are people on the right who want to embrace Ted Kaczynski. Um to some degree or another in various ways and who believe various narratives about it. Um, one piece of that certainly is that um, he was part when he was at Harvard, he went to Harvard when he was just 16 mm-hmm. um, because he was like a genius. Um, that That's another thing that I love. It's like when he's footnoted in mathematical works, there's like with this one footnote that people always screenshot where it says T Kaczynski once talked like claims that blah, blah, blah and this proof and showed this in an elegant way. And then it's like, no, better known for other work. That's great. <laughs> yes. Very much better known for other work. But yeah, so he got sent to Harvard to do math when he was like 16 years old and he was part of these psychological experiments. It's like MK Ultra type stuff where they, you know, experiment on you and like have people yeah it's just like weird psychological stuff now he says that's like he's said to people in letters from prison that that's way overblown and not true at all and that's right. like not a big deal in his life but i don't know like would you know if you'd been psychologically manipulated or not like i don't know maybe maybe not but anyway so he definitely like was in those that's an established fact so if you're the type of person who wants to believe that he was like set on this path in a specific way you definitely have that out there but the other big reason i think is because the right has become so skeptical of technology and big tech in particular and you know social media modern life you have so many like return with a v types in on the right now these like trads return with a v you know when people say return and like that's because that's like the way it's written in latin a u yeah is these the are v. groups like, i don't know much about well, yeah but so there's these very like kind of trad groups that you know it's funny because it in a lot of ways on that type of stuff the left and the right have kind of switched and you know sometimes ted kaczynski's a weird figure because he gets painted sometimes as like an an eco-terrorist almost because he was into like going out and living in nature right but um but he really wasn't he was very right wing like he's very anti like communists um all the like human sexuality stuff transhumanism Kaczynski is yeah so if you right wing yeah really yes Kaczynski's definitely right wing. I mean, oh. weird right wing, but he has a lot more in common with the newer right wing that's skeptical of Monsanto, feels Europe right. has better, healthier food that we're being poisoned is against microplastics, like the type of people that Tucker Carlson did the Manosphere video on right right wing that are like eating raw milk and eggs from free range chickens raw and stuff like that. Never thought of Kaczynski as a right but but on that faction of the right now he's seen on like his writings because he was a very prolific writer obviously Mm -hmm. with his manifesto and stuff the under how do you say that guy's name anders brevik or whatever that terrorist guy Mm. who shot all the kids at the camp oh yeah Norway or whatever. yeah, yeah um he his manifesto heavily quoted kaczynski as well yes so 
Um, so his his manifesto is like very widely read on the right and very um, he's seen almost as like prophetic because he did predict a lot of stuff that we see now with like the critical theory, with the technology, with people feeling isolated, not feeling like their lives have purpose. And, you know, like all these type of people that like go start homesteading and become like trads and and are like living off grid and stuff in that faction of the right he's considered very highly respected not so much for the bombing stuff but for stuff that he's like written i mean like people call him uncle ted and like sell t-shirts with the police sketch of the like aviator glasses and stuff on that so i mean it's like it's a thing that's out there and so either they think like and there's a lot of conspiracies theories about it because he did put like well, what the FBI says is, like, false clues in his stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, he was saying that he was part of a group and he had, like, notes in there from one person to another, like, embedded in the bombs and whatever. So he was, he was at least, if he wasn't working with other people, he was trying to create an impression that he was working with other people at certain points during his uh, bombings. But... In any case, like there, there are people that who definitely believe that the feds were like involved more heavily in creating Ted Kaczynski's bombing campaign than than they want to let on, which I think, given what we know about so many other ways they're involved in people, is not like a totally radical thing to think. But yeah, certainly. But you know, I don't see people saying like, "Oh, the fact that he was blowing people up is great." I see people saying that like his writings are totally prophetic and predicted where we are now, and they certainly predicted the direction that the right wing would take. Where now the right is so much more skeptical of technology, of big tech, mm. of modernity, and the modern consumerist sensibility than the left is, which was not at the time when he was operating. The right was much more corporatist. And, oh, totally. And the left was much more skeptical of that stuff and much more eco. But this has been happening for a while. I mean, Rod Dreher wrote that book, Cr- The Crunchy Conservative, um, like, what, like 15 years ago or something, 20 years ago, something like that. And so that's like, this has been a sort of trend for a while now where, you know, conservatives have been moving in this direction that he really kind of was in terms of conservative thought like at the forefront of that i'm not endorsing ted kaczynski by the way in case anybody's wondering but i do think it, the the reactions to his death are interesting and i think it's very interesting in the context of of where we are right now at this moment with this kind of like party switch where we are this like political realignment thing that's happening well right and where especially where the right now is so skeptical of in particular like the deep state three-letter agencies all this stuff well in some parties have like have as they've moved off of their islands and onto islands across the sea have crossed paths with people going the other way so right. now, like, Republic, many Republicans, especially younger ones, I think this is, and, mm-hmm. and certainly led by Tucker, among others, and including Glenn, Glenn Greenwald, who's not a Republican. Right. Well, Greenwald was already there. I guess Tucker and some young Republicans have gone right over to Rage Against Machine. Right. Who, who they have now gone establishment Democrat to Biden. So they're not yeah. who they were, and the Republicans aren't who they were. 
They're not playing. Now, Republicans are the party of Ruby Ridge. Waco, um, Waco, etc. And apparently Ted Kaczynski. Okay, but yes. I think that this has to do too with what I was saying, like even just about the DNC and the RNC, where Democrats are not afraid of wielding institutional power. And you know, this has been predicted by people for some time that you know that the left has been sort of anti-progress, anti-big tech, anti like this stuff. But it's like only because they don't control it. When they have the levers that control the big tech, they're happy to have big tech. They're happy to have censorship. They're happy to have, you know, the Patriot Act. If yes. they're in charge, they want all that stuff. Yes, yes. So it's like it's an interesting thing. And like a lot of I think the Republican Party, like the Nikki Haley's of the world and stuff, are still kind of operating on these assumptions from 20 years ago that you know like we all want free speech like <laughs> it's like not like that anymore it's like who's controlling the levers of this power right now you know what i'm saying like it it's a well, we're, we're in a well, different we, world and like what the ron DeSantis of the world get is that like i mean it's like david french saying that drag queen story hour is one of the blessings of liberty you know like People like that, like, do not know what time it is. They do not get it yet. That I agree with totally. I totally. Like, everybody should have the freedom to have drag queen story hours in their library. And it's like, no, you don't understand. Like, we're past the point of, like, we all have the freedom to just coexist here because they control every library, every school district, right. the FBI, the CIA, your entire government, the health agencies, the Pentagon, and they actually want to completely destroy you, take your children from you, and destroy everything you believe in. So, like, right now we're not at, like, the blessings of liberty and the coexisting anymore. <laughs> like, we're just not... That's not what's happening right now. And, like, I mean, I think it's most clearly seen when you look at, like, the White House Pride stuff this mm -hmm. weekend. Like... If you've been to see it in the portico, the gay pride progress flag was flying in between two American flags. Right. Clearly, it was... It's number one. Yes, it's number and, one. Yeah, and, and, you know, and they have the big pride parade and you have Rachel Levine marching front and center and all this stuff. And it's like, this, they're, they're all on Twitter saying, you know, and I sent it to Tom all the time because we have, like, you know, the army is tweeting pride stuff and the Navy's tweeting pride stuff. And it, yeah. And, and to an extent, like, it's ridiculous, but... In another way, it's like a show of power. Like, they control mm -hmm. freaking everything. You know, a lot of people were tweeting out the in the big pride parade, like the big, huge Lockheed Martin right. in the pride parade. And, like, all the... This is, like... I mean, all these giant companies, like... Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot... We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. 
Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. BlackRock, Vanguard, like that own half of every company that there is and like all the giant defense contractors in the Pentagon, like it's funny in some ways that the army is all rainbow flagged out. In other ways, it's freaking scary. Yeah. And, and I mean, they've got, you know, you strive for the ESG score or the others. There's a couple of other scores just like it. Mm-hmm. Um, and you, you've got HR who are the, who is the executive branch of ESG inside the company. Right. And they are doing the seminars. They're doing the um, the the email protocols. They're doing the um, they're doing all of the training. The not not never ending training. God right. knows, I know it. And uh, and like you've got the they're getting the beacon. HR gets the beacon from the um, the human rights campaign or equivalent. Mm-hmm. And inside, it's. It, all the stuff is distributed. All the training, all the language is changed. Problematic language is changed. Right. And it's just, it's. Uh, you're right. It's 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 freaking crazy. It's crazy. But it's, it's crazy because those people now run like the FBI and the NSA and the Pentagon and the Army and everybody else, and they hate you and me. Well, right. And like, if you, Pete Buttigieg thinks he's doing an awesome job. Right. And it's not the ports or the explosions or the train crashes, this, that. It's that he's being gay and talking wokey every day. Right. And that's it. That's the job. Everything else is secretary. But that's also Blinken's job. Everything else is secretary. So Blinken will go, you know, do the same thing and talk about the stuff. That's why the, the, you can declare victory in Afghanistan. Sure, the women the, the women are being sold into slavery and ritually raped, and the, the, now the girls can't learn anymore. And you know it's awful for you under the Taliban. But we have the we we sent a nice letter, and it's not about them. Right. We said, you know, we hope you'll treat the women nicely. <laughs> right. Called it a day. We won. Good job, guys. But that's not the priority for Secretary Blinken or the armed forces or anybody else anymore. It's it's enforcing gay orthodoxy on everybody, right? Or LGBTQ plus. I mean, the whole thing with the with the nobody, no serious person would have said. But the thing is, you've 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 come at it in so many ways that you've got you've just got the community, the culture, enraptured <laughs> by it too. So, which is why this uh, did, I don't know if you sent it or I sent it, this uh, Megan Fox thing. Yeah. Um, I definitely was, like, following this. Um, There's been all this discourse around Megan Fox. She has three sons. They all apparently dress as girls. Right. And and, uh, Robbie Starbuck, who we've talked to, haven't we? Mm -hmm, We have. Sent her a note, uh, or had tweeted about it. 
saying well, these are live... Megan Fox's sons. We used to live in the same gated community, mm-hmm. and our kids played at the park. I saw two of them have a full-on breakdown, saying they were forced by their mom to wear girls' clothes as their nanny tried to console them. It's poor child abuse. To which she responded on responded, social media. I really don't want to give you this attention because clearly you're a clout chaser. But let me teach you something. Irregardless. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Irregardless of how desperate you may become at any given time to acquire wealth, power, success, or fame, never use children as leverage or social currency, especially under malevolent and erroneous pretense. Uh, Exploiting my child's gender identity to gain attention in your political campaign has put you on the wrong side of the universe. I have been burned. I have burned at the stake by. I have been burned at the stake by insecure, narcissistic, impotent little men like you many times. Yet I'm still here. You effed with the wrong witch. Um. Did you see his response to that too? Because he did respond again yeah. to that. Um. But yeah, he he went on. He said. Um, he said, I don't even have a political campaign. I lived in the same gated community mm. as our kids. Our kids played together there. Ask your nanny. She was the one bringing them to the park, not you. I have photos of our kids playing because they played so regularly. Your boys were very sweet. Uh, the outburst of emotion was sad for all of us who witnessed it. An independent adult witnessed it. I have texts from them about it. You can DM and I'll show it to you privately. I only said something now because I hadn't followed along after we moved. Da, da, da. So he essentially says, like, I'm not scared of your witchcraft but if you want to see the photos and texts that i have about what happened actually i'm happy to share them with you privately basically um so once again like she's she's gone her her mind is gone i mean i i also don't don't love him mentioning her kids online but but her mind is gone right and I, I don't know. I mean, I, what do you say? What do you say? People, they all use the same language. They all speak with the same tone. They're all doing stuff. Like, like the drag queen story hour thing. Oh, it's not happening. Oh, shit, lighten up. Oh, lighten up. Do you not understand that there's a man, You've for some reason, you've chosen to, as the reader of the book, a tawdry, slutty, dressed, fat, middle-aged man who's willing to do it in front of kids. Does that not... Do you bother nothing, you? If the, nothing the, stands out to you about that, you the probably idea is, like, check. Like, the books were already in the library. The whole <laughs> thing about behind Drag Queen Story Hour is to get the drag queen into the library. Right. Because otherwise, there'd be they'd be under arrest because you'd never have a drag queen in the library because that's a tawdry, sexualized, uh, off-perverted human being in there around kids, and we don't allow that. Right. We don't. We don't allow, um, you know, male, um, you know, tawdry prostitutes uh, in the, for now, library either. Or tawdry female prostitutes clearly turning tricks in the library to read for kids. There's no reason those uh, the, the people in sex workers don't necessarily make good readers by default. Well, right. Although they're trying to normalize this for everybody. There was some um, OnlyFans person who I think went on like a British talk show. I was seeing the videos of it. And somebody was asking her like your future kids like what like what will you tell them when they find out what you do? And she said, well, they can cry in a Ferrari about it. 
basically about her kids but it's really like they're trying to normalize it. have you followed the denise richards uh thing i just saw that you had sent it yeah so uh their daughter charlie sheen and denise richards daughter has an only fans which i mean her only fans apparently she doesn't even post topless pics which is like she's calling herself a sex worker but if like you're just in a bikini i don't know if that's like really a sex worker sammy sheen get ready with me for work so i'm sure most of you know what i do for a living at this point but if you don't i'm a sex worker excuse the lighting change it's on a sensor every time i move it turns on i'm sorry right now i'm just doing my makeup i already shaved my whole entire body and put some lotion on i'm starting laser hair removal soon so that's gonna be a huge game changer i just can't stand shaving my whole entire body every time i need to work it's so annoying I think one of the main questions... Wait, wait. So she's shaving her whole entire body so she can work as a sex worker? With an OnlyFans. But... Okay, so that's how she's a sex worker. Yeah. She's not actually... Where she's not even being topless. Right, because she Although wants she to says have... she's going to be topless after she gets right, a boob job doesn't... because she doesn't like her she small boobs. She didn't get Denise Richards... She didn't get yeah. Denise Richards anything, Although, apparently, Denise Richards apparently also made an OnlyFans in solidarity with her daughter now. <laughs> that's taking like be your daughter's best friend parenting to like the absolute next level is it not it's probably a good career move for denise richards sure she's, i don't think she's my be, age i don't think she's be... gonna be naked on it the like big celebrities don't have to they can just post like bikini pics like her daughter's not even posting naked pics well actually like who cares so that she's calling it sex worker is means that she just doesn't know anything you're just a bikini model but actually who how yeah how bad is that then i mean so if she's a bikini model making money on instagram i don't care on only fans i mean i don't like yeah that's fine she is gonna post topless pics eventually apparently which like it, whatever but i just think the like weird encouragement of it like by denise richards is weird no Yes, it is. Um, Sammy launched her adult business venture on June 13, 2022, promising exclusive uploads multiple times a week. OnlyFans, a subscription-based platform, allows creators to share nude or partially nude content at a premium price. In response to her daughter's career move, Richards, 52, told Page Six, I can't believe she's that close to your age. Uh, I definitely thought she was like older than that. Uh, she told Page Six at the time, Sammy's 18 and the decision wasn't based on whose house she lives in. This is because Charlie Sheen said she's not under my roof and I can't control it. It's because she's with her mom, which I would say, based on Denise Richards' response, is true. Um, All I can do as a parent is guide her and trust her judgment, but she makes her own choices. Uh, the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills alum, who also shares her daughter Lola with Charlie, joined the Not Safe for Work website herself just days later in support of her daughter. Meanwhile, uh, yeah, uh, Charlie Sheen says he doesn't condone it, but since I'm unable to prevent it, I urge her to keep it classy, creative, and not sacrifice her integrity. Richard said she couldn't judge her daughter as she referenced her own role in Wild Things and past Playboy photo shoots. Quite frankly, her father shouldn't be either, she added. But does that make Denise Richards a sex worker? I guess so. I, I mean, so. like, what are we calling sex work? Let's just admit the best like... thing that come out was the Babylon Bee's uh, tweet. DNC generously offers to host rally for Robert F. Kennedy Jr. by Grassy Knoll. 
Come on. That's the best That's thing to come in the last three days. Pretty good. Should we do the chat chat before we head over to the um the Patreon segment? Um, yeah, I just want to notice this on this pride stuff again, Boston 25. The biggest pride parade in New England returns to Boston after a three-year hiatus Saturday with a fresh focus on social justice and inclusion rather than corporate backing. A fresh focus. Thank you, Boston 25 News. <sighs> okay. Uh, okay. Uh, so the chat chat obviously is brought to us by Chelsea Fire Wicked Hot Sauce on the Chelsea Fire Wicked Hotline. Okay, chat, chat. Uh, where is it? Come on, show yourself. Here we go. Do you have to log in first? Do you I already me to did. Fill? I already did. Thank you. <laughs> Hi, Steve from Merrimack. Hi, Steve. Hi, Steve. I wanted to add on to Tim from Canton's message about succession. I am in total agreement. Uh, I watched, every, you know, everyone told me this is the greatest show. You're going to love it. It's so great. So, uh, Mrs. Steve from Merrimack and I sat down to watch it, and I hated it from the first second it was on, <laughs> and I got to episode three, and I tuned out, because there was a major character uh, who was at a bachelor party who, quote, swallowed his own load. Oh, my Jesus. Yeah, I'm out, okay? And it sucked. <laughs> and I hate it, and I've never seen an episode of Young Sheldon, and I hate that, too. I'm basically uh, subsisting on reruns of Two and a Half Men at this point. Thank you. Speaking of Charlie Sheen. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's good to know. That is good to know. I am, uh, I'll take that. I'll take that uh, guidance. I'm sorry to say this will probably be the last time what? I call in. What? Dr. Shazwick? Didn't Alice say in the last episode that... Wiffle ball was stupid. How dare you? Alan? Wiffle ball is not stupid. Wiffle I said it's a not a game. real sport. May not be a real sport. I mean, it can be played competitively. They do have tournaments and things. I mean, it's a game of skill. It's a well, game. yeah, yeah. It's I guess it's not a real sport. I guess, it but w- they don't like kick the baseball team off the field so that the wiffle ball tournament can go ahead <laughs> you know i mean because that would piss everybody off it is off. a great sport it's actually the you know it's what? very fun you know what alice i've even I, played I should it reach out to them because the headquarters i guess where connecticut alice, you and your mobius strips and your correct avogadro's <laughs> number what is that what's avogadro's number I'm not sure. boy so highbrow. Tom, how Correct. did you wind up with such a waspy yacht bunny? I know. I don't this know. It's incredible. I like it because it's re- repulsive and obscene and it's mean and spirited. And I'm It's the to- approximate number of nucleons in one gram of ordinary matter. Wow. I can't believe you're talking down to the rest of us. Correct. God bless. Maybe I'll check out the rest of your shows. I kind of like them. And I <laughs> love the food podcast. Oh, who am I kidding? I'll call back. There we go. Oh, God, we love you too. Hi guys, I'm um, hey. hoping you can do us a favor. Yeah, yeah. Um, we had a meeting last night, and we're having a hard time getting a hold of uh, Tim from Canton. So if you could relay a message from us, sure. Um, mm-hmm. Voted, and um, he is out of the man club. We've revoked his. Wow. Uh, he's been difficult to get wow. a hold of since he started transitioning. So <laughs> the final last straw. 
was <laughs> the uh, slides with no socks. I mean, we could take all that other crap. Oh, but yep. this was the one that uh, put us over the edge. So if you can let him know he is no longer a man, he's free, he's absolutely free to uh, prance about any way he'd like, and he no longer represents us. Hey, you guys have a good one. Thank you. I'm right there with you. I'm right there with you. I don't see why any man would do that. There, there was a time back, uh, Alice, 30 years ago when I was just a 20-year-old in my 20s that I'd walk all around Boston. That's all we did was we walked around and went to bars and walked around. And, and it was only European men on Newbury Street who would ever show their feet. And I was disgusted by that. And now Americans have done it. Tim, who's a masculine guy? You know what it is? I don't mention this to him on his air. He on the air. He's very. He's way too comfortable in his manhood. He's not insecure hmm. at all. So he's yeah. So he's essentially a drag queen now. That's what we're dealing with here. Hi, Steve from Merrimack. One last thing. Uh, I'm late to the discussion on this because I've been. Again, out of town for work, but I will tell you. Where do you think he's going out of town? Mm. New York? I don't know. A lot I of people go to, to New the, York or D.C. What's the place in Texas that makes the coolers? Igloo coolers? Yes. Yeah, there's know. an Igloo, Texas, I think. That's where they Is make that? the coolers. Yeah, yeah. Oh. oh, wait, no, that would make sense. They're igloo coolers because they're cold. I yeah, I think that's probably. <laughs> <laughs> igloo, Texas is probably not cold. This. Tom. Yes. Uh, Liberate your feet, pal. Oh, okay. Make nope. the move to flip flops during nope. the summer. It is They're awful. They don't work. It doesn't make any sense. You can't <laughs> the, the the back doesn't grab, so you can't walk correctly. You know what you were into for shoes when they were trendy was those Tom's shoes. Yeah, little pieces of uh, fabric. Yeah, mm -hmm. you liked those actually. Yeah, but we were that's back when we were uh, rocking the. Uh, yeah, I think we only had like one kid. When we went yes. to Nordstrom that time and got Nordstrom the credit street. card. Remember those days? Mm -hmm. The most freeing thing ever. Uh, you're walking around and it's hot out, but your feet are nice and cool. <sighs> and uh, the feet only thing cool. you really have to pay attention to is you got to, you know, trim your nails occasionally. I'm sure yeah. right now you're trimming yours about once a quarter. Uh, yeah, that, that is absolutely true. And my feet are just kind of gnarly anyway. They're, not, they're never good feet. I was told by Julia Strebel in 1990 and three on the balcony of our apartment in Med uh, Winchester Street in Medford um, that I have ugly feet. And she was right. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, but that's the only other thing. And freaking Crocs? Be yeah. a man. No <laughs> man wears Crocs. God almighty. It's, I, it's the, the lamest crap ever perpetrated on is. American feet. <laughs> uh Thank you. I am not wearing Crocs because I'm a Croc guy. I'm wearing Crocs because I find I have no. There's nothing else that's that easy, that's acceptable, that covers your feet. I, I realize that they're bent plastic. That's not very comfortable, <laughs> but I am forced to do it. I'm looking for something. To, something so now, Danny and Bill Rick, I told you the hey dudes, but we had yeah. friends text us and say you're not cool enough for those. So I'll check those out. But but I do need a, a u utilitarian thing, like I'm saying, like right now I have black sneakers on. A little. And they've got. Is your toe poking out of them? My toe's not poking out, but they've the the they've got all just. I'm out there working in the weeds and stuff, and it just stuff gets into my feet. It's a bad scene. Bad scene. You need to start wearing Tim's. Alice. You need to start wearing what Tim's? Mm-hmm. You mean those slides? No, Timberlands. Oh, is that what they call those? Yeah. 
You mean the boots? Yeah. No, God. Alice Shattuck. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just listened to your rant about pickleball. Uh-huh. And I am one of the 36 million players, uh-huh. and I will say, most of what you said is correct, although we don't have as big an issue with them overtaking tennis courts in my town. It's more overtaking basketball, basketball courts that were unused. Yeah. But I know in other towns unused. it's unbelievably competitive. I'll have you know, I'm 55. I got my ass kicked by some 77-year-old with no knee uh, who barely moved the entire time. She absolutely smoked me. Um, but It's a sign that it's not a really athletic thing. That mm-hmm. aside. Maybe it takes a, a skill. I will not stand, sit, or even lay down mm-hmm. for your disparagement of my beloved game of wiffle ball. There we go. I'm a freaking yeah. wiffle ball champ, by the way. Mm-hmm. I've won tournaments. Have you really? I still beat my kids. I don't hate wiffle I... ball. It's just not really like a sport. So, Tim, I'm intrigued by this, Tim, because I'm actually a good wiffle ball pitcher, um, especially to um, to right-handed hitters. I've got a good curve that curves out, but when they get a hold of it, that baby's gone because if, if they get it, then they're going to get all of it. But... Um, I'm intrigued, and I do love wiffle ball. I mean, some of the best summers in, ever of my life were just spent wiffle ball. Up near the top of where I grew up in Winch- mm-hmm. Winchester, there was a circle, a cul-de-sac. So that could be a nice home run fence. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was great. It was great. Take people on three at a time, three to one, and really? I still win. Wow. And it is 100% a sport. I even pulled a muscle one time. Uh, by the way, I hit a home run when I did that. I was celebrating. <laughs> anyway, I, I'll not let this sport. one slide, but um, wow, not a sport. It's, let's tighten it up here. It's a fun yeah. little game to play at the backyard barbecue, but it's not a sport. I mean, I don't know. I, I don't. I don't want to say that for sure. I don't want to say that for sure. Hmm. And by the way, um, maybe we should have a burn barrel picnic where we play some wiffle ball. Maybe. And Tim can show you what's far. <laughs> okay. By the way, I wonder if that injury when he pulled a muscle is part of his um, restless leg syndrome. Or he's got a thing with legs. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. I don't think there were any. There was a visitor last night knocking <laughs> into the kitchen late night and ate the tacos. Um, hold on. Are you ready, else? I'm ready. Hi. Two-Spirit Steve from Aramac. <laughs> and another thing. The other show that really sucks is okay. White Lotus. Oh, yeah. Okay? Everybody tells you White Lotus is so great. So amazing. You know what the common denominator is among the people telling you White Lotus is so great? No. They're all gay. Okay? All of them. That's Every last true? one of them. Even if they're straight, they're gay if they like White Lotus. <laughs> uh, thank you. So wait a second. So what is White Lotus about? I have no idea. And Succession's about the Murdochs? I only know that there's something where, like, Jennifer Coolidge's gays are trying to kill her or something. I don't, know I don't even is. know anything. But, uh, and, um, and, but, but uh, it's, uh, Succession's is about the Murdochs, right? Kind of, but it's fictional, though. I figured it's fictional. It's not really about the Murdochs. Gotcha. Hmm. I hear tell from the mean streets of Twitter the that birth. there's been some... Criticism of the avian sounds in the background of my messages. Well, here's what I say to that. Suck it. Wow. Did somebody complain about the birds? Yeah, people did complain about the birds. That's great. Replica was upset because 
Um, you didn't play Replicas Hall Hot Dog Message. Oh, but yeah. but you played Tim and Canton. He timed Tim and Canton's three oh, minute message right. with birds. Are those your birds, Tim? I had a bird for one day. My cat leapt in the air and and whacked him. Well, up. no, he says there are free birds in nature. Really? Mm -hmm. Huh. It sounds like these are very audible birds. It was a bird message. <laughs> So, Tom, I'm listening to the podcast from the other night. Yeah. And you're going on about how you hate museums. I get it. Yeah, yeah. However, if you haven't been, you need to get to Hudson, Mass. Huh? And check out the American Heritage Museum. You're not going to find any MILFs there. But what you're going to find are World War II and beyond tanks, jeeps, all sorts of stuff. Huh. It's right up your alley, bud. If you haven't been... So Go check it out. Is this the one from the World War II Foundation that's like just only for private sh sh showings? Because I know there was one of those that like uh, that uh, Kirchling had something to do with her. That was like, like open to the public maybe once a year. Or Hudson Mass. I will go to that museum. Open Wednesday through Sunday, 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. That's great. Plan for at least two hours. Really? I would love to go to that museum. That sounds okay. awesome. Hudson Mass, Alice. Um, great. I will check that out. That is one heck they of a... They have a classic car show on, uh... I think somebody, I, somebody sent me something on this. I thought it was the Heritage Museum in Lexington. That's great. I appreciate that. I will certainly go to that. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. And, um, I guess Tom's gonna organize the, um, uh, Burn Barrel podcast pickleball, or not pickleball, wiffleball game. Um... I can't do it right now. Can you ask your brothers and sisters? Um, but thank you, all, as always, for listening. Obviously, if you're on Patreon, stay there because we're going to do the Patreon show next, um, right after this on the same stream. So we will see you there. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.